are very welcome back to the Binge Eating Dietitian podcast. My name is Joe. I'm a registered dietitian and I'm here to smash some binge eating. How are you doing today? A very, very happy new year to you. A happy 2023. I can't believe it. I am just in that period of reflection right now where I'm looking back and thinking, Joe, you started this podcast in 2020. 2020 and now it's 2023 still going strong so to give you a little bit of an idea for today's episode I'm going to be answering some of your questions that I got on Instagram I put out a question box just asking you what you need to know about binge eating so I'm going to be answering some of those towards the end of the episode in a little bit but firstly I'm going to just give a little catch up just me and you sitting down together having a little catch up I want to let you know what I'm up to, what's going on in the binge eating dietitian's world and just yeah generally just to let you know where I'm at. I understand that I haven't done a podcast episode in almost a month since the episode I did with Eliza which was amazing. Go back and, and listen if you haven't already and you know I am listening to lots of podcasts myself right now and I'm saying to myself when are they going to release a new episode? They haven't released one in a few weeks. Come on let's get to it. So I'm going to just be sharing with you what's been going on, what's happening, how I can continue to help you to smash your own binge eating, and then we'll do the Q&A at the end of the episode today. This is going to be just a really chilled out episode. I really haven't prepared that much. I just have my phone in front of me with the questions for later. I've just gotten back from a really hectic trip into the city in Boston to go to Penny's, and I'm really glad I went. I got some really nice stuff. But um, yeah, I just feel a little bit wiped. So I want to just take it real chill, just have this nice New Year's episode with you. And as always, please let me know your feedback. If you've been listening for a while, let me know. I would love to connect with you. Drop me an email, joe at antidietanswers.com and let me know what you like about the podcast, what I can bring you more of, what I can maybe bring you less of. That would be welcome too. So please do connect with me because remember, you are the reason why I record you know, I've recorded so many episodes now and they're all for you. They're all for you. Okay, so life catch up and what the next year is looking like for me and where you fit into that. So I've been living in Boston now for over two years. I moved in November 2020 in the peak of that pandemic. And looking back on it now, I don't know how I got through it. The pandemic was awful for so many reasons. And then to throw in a transatlantic move on top of it. It was just a really hectic time, I think. And so I've been living in Boston uh, since then, so for two years. And now, would you believe it, the time is coming for me to move back. So I'm moving back to the UK this summer. This summer, I am heading back to England, where I'll be living, I think, for the next couple of years at the very least. And you might be wondering, Joe, why did you even move to America in the first place? Like, what is with all this moving that you do? And, you know, I always like to know what is really going on in the lives of the podcasters that I listen to. So I am more than happy to share. So I am, and this is a term I use very affectionately, I am what's known as a trailing spouse. So basically, and I think I got this term from Grey's Anatomy, from a Grey's Anatomy episode, and I, I actually really like it and I really it does resonate with me. It's a term I use very affectionately. So basically my husband has one of these careers where he has to move every couple of years and as his spouse I kind of have to go with them and we don't get very much choice where we get to go and it's all good. You know I am really free-spirited. I 
found that travel actually in terms of my binge eating recovery was paramount to me. It was critical. I don't think I would have recovered without travel because it just gives me so much perspective. And that is the situation where I'm in now. So we were here in Boston because my husband was doing his PhD. That's coming to an end now. And we are heading back to England this summer. Sad to be leaving. Really, really enjoy it here. But also looking forward to what's ahead to. You know, I, I appreciate each place that I live. I appreciate the experiences that I have. I reflect on them, and especially when it comes to binge eating, because I put my binge eating down to a couple of things. I won't go into great detail here. You know, I, I, I know I've covered them in other podcasts, but loneliness was a big one for me when it came to my binge eating. Fe- feeling really lonely, feeling really disconnected from myself. And it's really interesting because when I struggled with binge eating, I had no shortage of people around me. I mean that. I had all my friends, all my family, all around me, and yet I still felt as lonely as ever. It was a loneliness that occurred within myself. It was like a disconnection from myself, feeling like I did not know who I was, where I was going, what I was doing, just feeling very lost and very lonely. And now it's it's almost like the opposite is true. I don't have very many friends around me. I have no family around me. I have actually one cousin who lives in Boston, which was a total coincidence. Um, So that's been great. But really no family, no friends, um, aside from the few that I've made since I've been here. And yet I don't feel lonely. And I certainly have not returned to binge eating. And so with every move that I do, I always kind of do that check-in like, how am I feeling? Am I feeling disconnected from myself? Am I feeling any kind of loneliness that might push me back into binge eating? It's something that I really like to be aware of. So now I'm facing going back. I have a really, really big event this year where I'm going to be doing this big transatlantic move back to the UK, getting set up there. I know that you can understand that I have had to make the decision that I am going to be pulling back quite a bit on the podcast and other endeavors that I, I'm doing right now when it comes to my professional life. I know that you can understand why I have to do that. It's it's just, I need time to reestablish myself. I need time to maintain my own mental well-being and, you know, take care of my family to make sure they're okay so that I can be okay. I need to, you know, serve myself so I can serve you. So from the second half of this year onwards, there'll probably be less podcast episodes and other things that I'm doing, I I will be pulling back a lot, but it is just for the short term. I will be back just a few months. I just need some time to get sorted and then I will be back. So that's happening in the summer. So I am here for you for this first half of the year. There'll be regular podcast episodes. If you would like to become a client, now is the time to do it because towards the second half of this year, I am going to be pulling back and I absolutely cannot guarantee that I can take you on as a client. That brings me nicely into how you can work with me in 2023. If you are listening to these episodes and they are hitting the chord, they're striking a note, it feels like I'm in your head, it feels like I know exactly what you're going through, I'm here for you, okay? This this means you're in the right place. But if you're finding that podcast episodes are just not, they're just not turning the needle for you, they're not making... Any, you're not making any changes after listening to a podcast. They're not motivating you or they're not spurring you on to actually make change in tackling your binge eating. I would really urge you to take the next step 
in seeking some professional support. I'm going to obviously talk about the services that I offer right now, but it doesn't have to be with me, okay? It can be it can be whatever works for you. Maybe you've decided that you you want to seek some therapy, some, you know, you want to kind of go back to childhood and assess some really difficult times, maybe some trauma or neglect that you went through as a child and you want to go and unpack that. If so, go to a therapist. That's where their expertise lies. That's their zone of genius. My zone of genius is when it comes to your relationship with food itself, the actual food, because you could unpack for years and years and years, your childhood, and never talk about food. You will have a harder time recovering from binge eating unless you tackle the food side of things, your relationship with food, how to normalize your eating. What is normal eating? Should I be working towards intuitive eating? Should I not? All of those questions that you have about food, that's where my zone of genius is. So I have two major ways of working with me, and I'm going to give you the most up-to-date version right here. I know I've talked about them in previous episodes, but let me give you the most up-to-date version. You can work with me as a, a VIP client. This is my gold standard where I have the most input with you. I'm in your pocket for three months. We have sessions. We meet every approximately every every two weeks. But in between those sessions, I am in your pocket. So when you have binges or you feel triggered to binge or you've noticed something changing in your relationship with food, you tell me about it. We, we work together that closely. But I'm there with you every step of the way. So that's my VIP package. And the link to that is in the show notes. The other way of working with me, because I understand that that's not accessible to everybody, the other way of working with me is through my self-paced program. So I have found doing this job for a long time that the same topics come up again and again and again with clients. So I've taken all of that material, I've recorded face to camera, me chatting away to to the camera, what the problem is, what the solution is, and how you can how you can get it, how you can make it attainable to you. I have done that for how to recover from binge eating to smashing your binge eating. And I've put it into my self-paced program. I used to run this program where you would sign up, get the program, listen to it just like a podcast or, you know, watch it because it is me speaking face to camera. And then you would uh, fill out the workbook exercises. And then how I used to do it is that we would then meet every two weeks and every two weeks we would meet over Zoom and it would be a small group and we would chat out whatever difficulties that you're having. However, I found that most people just like to recover by themselves. You don't want to meet with me every two weeks and that's absolutely fine. So what I've done is the program is available. It's called the Smash Your Binge Eating Program and it is now self-paced where you go through it all in your own time and I will offer you the chance to ask me questions over email every two weeks so you don't have to turn up to any live calls. Because I've taken away the live call element, I have temporarily reduced the price for you. So instead of it being $600, it is now just $300 approximately. There is a discount code if you pay in full or you can pay in payment plan, three monthly payments of $99. It's an absolute steal at that price. So I have decided I am going to increase the price at the end of February. So there is really no better time to get in right now. It is my smash your binge eating self-paced program, all of my wisdom on how to smash your binge eating in a really nice format for you to go through in your own time. And you can listen to it just like podcasts if that's your thing. 
as well, if you are listening in the USA, as I said, I am planning a big transatlantic move this summer. And you know what? I have accumulated lots of resources, lots of books that have really helped me in making podcasts for you and just doing my general research on binge eating. And I have lots of books here that I need to giveaway. So if you are in the USA and you buy my Smash Your Binge Eating program, please do drop me an email and let me know if you're in the US and I will send you as a gift from me one of these resources, one of these books and it will be totally free, just a, just a nice gift from me and I'll send you a, a handwritten card as well. So if you're based in the US and you buy my Smash Your Binge Eating program, send me that email. And if you are happy for me to have your postal address, I will pop that gift in the post to you. So again, there are my two programs, my VIP program, which is the creme de la creme, where I'm in your pocket for three months. And at the end of three months, let me tell you, you most likely are going to feel in a much better position with your relationship with food. It's incredible what, what we can achieve of working together so closely for three months. And then secondly, it's my Smash Your Binge Eating self-paced program where you can recover with all of my wisdom in your own time. But do get in soon before the next price increase. And remember, if you're in the US, please drop me an email after you buy the program and I'll send you that gift. All right, that is the life catch up. That's what I'm up to. That's what the plan is for the next year, I guess. And now let's move in to the Q&A of today's episode. All right, so I got quite a few questions, probably close to 10. I will just fly through as many as I can. First question, how do I overcome years of disordered eating? Thank you for your question. I feel your pain here and... You know, there's no quick fix to this. There's no easy answer. It all begins with acceptance. Acceptance that this is going to take time. It's going to take work. It's going to take perseverance to finally break through after years of a disordered relationship with food to finally feel like you are in a more balanced place with it. That you don't need to go from binging to restricting to back to binging. That you can settle somewhere in between where that pendulum just rests somewhere in between it's not all, it's not nothing, it's in that middle place. Acceptance. It's going to take time, it's going to take work, it's going to take a daily recommitment to this, but it is worth it. If you struggled with disordered eating for years, you can see now that it's not serving you anymore. It may have served you at one point, but ultimately you do want to move on. It begins with acceptance. Next question. Where do I start so I can stop binge eating? Brilliant question. My answer to this is that there are two realms to binge eating recovery. There is the therapy side of it and there is the food side of it. Some people will say that their binge eating started years and years and years ago during a period of childhood neglect or through some kind of traumatic life event and their binge eating really stemmed from that. In that case, I always say go seek a therapist or if you feel like you need to see a therapist anyway, go see a therapist if that's what you're good at telling you. But then there's you. There's you who has come through years and years and years of yo-yo dieting, being on and off plans, going to the slimming clubs, fluctuating weight, being on and being off, being good and being bad. And your binge eating may have stemmed from that. Always trying to strive for a thinner body, always trying to strive for perfection. And in those cases, I say, you really need to see a dietitian like me. 
maybe in conjunction with therapy if that is relevant to you too but certainly a dietitian is going to be your best port of call there so that that's where to start decide if therapy or a dietitian is the best port of call for you and if you decide it is a dietitian then why not start with my smash your binge eating program it'll give you a real flavor for what it is like to recover from the food side of things all right next question How to find what's triggering a binge? Interesting, interesting, interesting question. Anything can be a trigger, really. It doesn't have to be the same thing for for everybody. Not to plug my program again here, but I do have a section in there where it goes through the causes, which are more like the long-term reasons why your binging has started. And then there's like the day-to-day reasons why you binge. And I call those triggers. And I go through a whole list of them and they're all divided into categories so you can really pull out which ones may be relevant to you but I always bring um I always bring you back to and I think I discussed this way back in one of the first episodes on the uh, acronym HALT hunger anger loneliness or feeling tired and anger can actually stand for any negative emotion so hunger anger or any negative emotion feeling lonely or feeling tired so if you really have not got a clue of your triggers Do any of those four resonate with you? Well, that's a pretty good place to start. Actually, interestingly, they say those are the four most common reasons for having a road traffic accident or being involved in some kind of um, collision in your car because you feel hungry, because you feel angry or any negative emotion. I think L, I don't think L stands for loneliness. I think it stands for being late or being tired. So that's interesting. Halt. Okay, next question. Feel like crap. I've been eating all the stuff that triggers my tummy, but I just can't stop missing my dad. I think this person recently lost their dad. Their dad passed away and they're grieving. And, you know, I think all I can say here is so much compassion for you. I'm sending you all the love, all the kindness. Food is serving you right now. Food is helping you to cope. It's helping you to soothe. And that's the thing. This is one of my key messages in binge eating recovery even though it feels so destructive, every binge is still serving you. Every binge is serving a purpose, some purpose. And in this case, it's helping you through this difficult time. I think that can be quite freeing, knowing that binges are serving you and they are providing some kind of function. It's not completely all to your detriment. And if you figure out what the reason is, then you can take the next step to move forward. Next question How to avoid all the January dieting urges, mostly internal, not even peer pressure. Oh my goodness, this one really resonates with me because, and I think this is going to be the case for you too, it's not even that you're influenced by all the ads on TV or all the ads on social media or the fitness accounts. It's not even that. You can easily mute that stuff. You can get it off the TV. You don't have to look at it, but it's more the internal thing. It's like, you tell yourself, I'm not going to diet this year. But in the back of your head, there's a little voice saying, yeah, but you are. You are going to try and cut back. You're going to try and be good. You're going to try and only eat really healthy foods. It's like this inner conflict and it's really subtle. And I think that it stems from the eating disorder voice. The eating disorder voice in binge eaters like us is it's just as present as it is with any eating disorder. And, you know, that's a really big question to answer quickly, but I would begin with calling it out. It's your eating disorder voice. Call it out. There's a part of you inside of you and you can give it a a dodgy name or you can call it your eating disorder voice, whatever works best for you, but it is something separate to you. That's what's key. 
Your eating disorder voice is not you. It is in your head, it lives in your head, but it is not you. So do whatever you need to do to externalize it. But identify it as being a separate entity to you. And when you feel that internal pressure to diet, call it out as being the eating disorder voice and put your foot down and stomp on the ground and say, no, I am not going there this January. We have done that before. It has not served me. I'm not finding myself here every single year. Put your foot down. But again, just to say that one really resonates with me because it's hard. It is absolutely hard. Okay. Next question, how to eat, quote unquote, junk in moderation. You got to stop labeling certain foods as being junk foods. I'll tell you a little story. I've just gotten back from a trip to Penny's, right? I was there earlier today and it was only yesterday where I said to myself, Joe, you're moving back to the UK. You need to now try and not buy so many things so that you don't have to pack up all the things and then ship them across the Atlantic in just a few months time. So cut back on buying things. You don't need any more things. And as soon as I had that thought, I instantly thought, okay, but yeah, now I want to go buy something. Now I want to go and do a a shopping spree. And I've done it and it felt really good and I have absolutely no regrets. But my point here is, is that by labeling something with a moralistic term like junk, what you resist persists. You only want it more. You only want it more. And Calling it junk does not put you off it. Calling it junk does not make you want it less. You gotta start calling food, whatever junk food means to you, you gotta start calling it by a more neutral term. Call it sweets, call it chocolate, call it biscuits, call it cakes, call it crisps, whatever it is for you, just call it that name. Please remove that label of junk and watch as when you stop calling it something that has such a high moral value that's really equated with good and bad, you may start to want it less. Over time, of course, nothing here happens overnight. All right, next question. Is it normal to feel exhausted every day from binge eating disorder or eating disorder recovery? Sometimes it feels like I am just wiped. Hell to the yes. You have to remember that mentally and physically, you are challenged. You are challenged every single day, multiple times a day. Mentally, you're always thinking about what my next meal is going to be, what my next snack is going to be. How do I feel about that? Does that bar chaos in my mind? Am I panicked? Or it could be that you are still maybe trying to cut back, trying to restrict, trying to diet, and you spend all day just mentally trying not to eat something and it all just gets so on top of you. And then at the end of the day, you are tired, you are wrecked, your guard is down, and then that's when the binge happens. And then it's the physical aspect of binging. Like binging, if you've ever binged, and I'm guessing you have or else you wouldn't be listening, you know it's so tiring. It absolutely wipes you out. It would not be uncommon for you to have a binge and then sleep for the longest sleep you've ever had. It really is very, very tiring. So yeah, absolutely. It is totally normal to feel wiped, to feel exhausted. And I just hope that you can take some steps to look after yourself in in other ways so that you can can get through this. Okay. Advice for when you want to start mindfully or intuitively eating, but you work irregular shifts. Great question. Shift work is, it's really hard because you don't have the option to just eat when you want, right? If you feel a little bit of hunger coming on, you can't just stop and have a snack. 
or you could be really into the rhythm with one kind of shift, maybe your day shift, but then when you start to ignite, it all just goes to pot because it's absolutely havoc. How I would start here, and again, nothing happens overnight here, so let's take this slow, begin with just an awareness. As you are working, let's say you're working a day shift, just start to notice at what times in that shift are you starting to feel like your hunger is increasing or you're starting to feel like you could eat something a little bit peckish or you're noticing that you have certain cravings for certain foods or your interest in food is sparked, that you're just becoming more interested by the concept of eating. Start to notice those times. Start to notice when that happens in the day. Is it kind of early morning? Is it mid-morning? Is it just before lunch? Start to notice, start with an awareness. And once you've mastered that for the day shift, notice it again for the night shift. And take it slow and recognize that you're up against it. It's not going to be straightforward for you. I really, you know, I appreciate that. Say the likes of me, I just work from home. Maybe you work from home too. And you don't really have to think about not having access to food or not being able to take breaks, not being able to eat because you're doing shift work. And I, I do agree, it is easier when you don't have to adhere to any kind of set meal times or snack times like that. pre say that this is going to be a little bit more difficult, but certainly not impossible. And it begins with awareness. The last question is, how do you answer a child when they tell you they think you are fat? First and foremost, there is no correct answer to this. There is no best way to approach the situation. And I've never met a parent who are not doing the very best for their children. So whatever you said was fine. I want to reassure you with that. This might be a really good opportunity to help your child to understand that all bodies are good, all bodies are accepted, all bodies are valid. And calling someone fat does not necessarily mean that it's harmful. It doesn't mean that it's damaging. It doesn't mean that it's hurtful. Calling someone fat might just be a neutral way to describe a body. But that does depend on how comfortable you feel with that word. Maybe if you live in a bigger body, if you are somebody who identifies as fat and you've had a child call you that before, maybe you could let me know your experience and any advice that you would have for this parent. All right, that brings me to the end of today's episode. Great to sit down with you, great to chat out with you what my plans are for this year and how I'm going to be serving you as we move into 2023. Hang in there. I'm going to be bringing you lots of content on January and the pull for dieting. I understand that that's a big concern for you right now. So I'll be bringing you more episodes on that coming up soon. As always, drop me that email, joe at antidietanswers.com. Or if you feel ready to smash your binge eating, why not check out my either self-paced program. And if you're in the US, let me know so I can send you a gift. And if you're not in the US, still get in now because there will be a price increase coming pretty soon. The details for both of my programs are in the show notes. I will talk to you real soon. Until then, please take care of yourself. This is for informational and educational purposes only. It is not a substitute for individual medical or mental health advice, and it does not constitute a provider-patient relationship. <laughs>